get me get me some some uh, rattle can black and I'll spray them up. And then it's followed with a. Oh, oh yeah! I forgot what I was doing out here again. We were recording a podcast. <gasps> a podcast. Uh, let's get into it let's get into it yeah let's get okay. rolling i mean i guess this all looks right i want just a little bit more juice here for me oh juice. get yeah. the juice baby mm, actually actually i think it's better with the noise canceling on for me oh really yeah i just got really hungry because we talked about juice yeah and all i could think of as a nice juicy chicken sandwich oh yeah mm, chicken sandwich. <laughs> all right let's reel it in <laughs> Too late, too late. That and I saw beer and tacos and I was like, mm. I had tacos last night. But, you know, tacos is one of those things you could just have all the time. You can have for every meal of the day, in my opinion. Um, so Jen bought these awesome corn tortillas that you basically just throw in the skillet and yeah. cook them. I literally had breakfast tacos every day this week. That is awesome. That is awesome. Delightful. Should we start? We should get like chamomile tea. Chamomile tea or something? I don't know. What do, what do real podcasters drink? I have uh, throat coat tea. What? Throat coat. What, what's throat coat? That sounds like some... It's a tea. I have it, actually. Why do you have a tea called throat coat? Because... Uh, anyway, moving on. Hey, you know, you know, I get it. We get lonely. Peter, if you can hear this, you're my best friend in the whole world. How long have we been recording? Two weeks. No, <laughs> no, I meant today. Uh, I don't know. Did you already kick it on? Yeah, it's been on forever. Huh? It's been on forever. Oh, has it? Yeah. I, I left you a little note somewhere in there. Just now. And we're ready to go. Yeah. Welcome to, to a podcast. <laughs> uh, it's always fun. We're always like... It's like, it's. let's yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. Where? This is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. Just two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world. Recap. It was actually pretty good of time. Uh, I will say, I know we were talking about our negatives on the previous yep. uh, episode covering Vegas, um, but it actually wasn't that bad of a time. Yeah, I, there were a couple times when we were walking from dinner to uh, a casino one night and we walked through some sketch areas. Oh, that, yeah, that was super sketch. To get to a garbage casino. A garbage casino, yeah. So that that was the only time I was like, I want to be anywhere but here right now. Yep. Uh, fun fact, though. <clears throat> well, at least you had your muscle with you. You had Andy with you. Oh, yeah, they call him the Scottish mu- muscle. The, the Scottish musketeer. Musketeer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, all he has to do is, you know, start talking to him and people are going to be like, what's wrong with this guy? Yo, man, what up with that dude? He got that weird accent. Anyway, before we were being so bashful 
on Andy. Yeah, so there was that one point where I was like, okay, I, I do not want to be walking down this dark alley. So there no, was... It was almost like, uh, remember that time we were walking around that night in Palm, Palm Springs? Springs. Yeah. yeah, it was very much like it that. It was that night again. Um, so I watched and a... also the same destination, a casino. A, a casino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a casino. Funny yeah. enough, I was watching this past week a documentary on the tunnels of Vegas. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I've and heard about this. Yeah, so we walked past one of the entrances. We did? Yes. You know, remember that building that was kind of uh, vacant? Yeah. On the right-hand side? Yeah. There's tunnels underneath that. And that building is like a front for it? No, 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 no. The The tunnels are like right next to the road. You guys crossed the street, but the tunnels were on no, our you, side of the street. You guys crossed the street. We no. stayed on the same side. No? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, we crossed the street, but the tunnels were right there. Man, now I want to watch this documentary. Dude, It's it was like a Vice one or something like that. I'm going to write this down. You, you should absolutely watch. I can't see my notepad, but I'm writing it down. Yes. Doc, yeah. and I don't think that. Man. That's not a pen. Anyway. Um, documentary. <laughs> so, yeah, there, I think the show itself and the, the, the trip to Vegas was was pleasant atypical from our normal experiences there and i don't know what the main factors for that were i don't know about you but i haven't done any i didn't do anything different i think we came into it with a lot of aspirations to do different things and i think (sighs) we just didn't didn't but i mean i still had a great trip and i I enjoyed it quite a bit and yeah the show was good i know so did some gambling do we want to talk about the show recap first yeah we should talk about the show let's do that very busy show yeah uh, we had a great location on the show floor, yep. uh, right as you walk in the door. Same Z's. And there were a couple of people around us who had announcements, so that drove a little bit of traffic. Everybody's come to see the new hotness. Yep. And there's obviously bleed over to our booth with that, so that was kind of nice. Um, but it was very peaky. Like, yeah. a lot of the shows tend to be sometimes. It, you get that kind of rush, especially if you're at a main entrance. Yeah. You get that rush in the morning, and then it kind of just dies off from there. Yeah, and I feel like it's especially bad for that at, at the MBAA show, yeah. because it is such a large venue and it's such a large show that you do get waves of people that come through yeah uh, throughout the day so we were the same thing we were busy in the morning and then in the afternoon it kind of died off but you go walk around and see other parts of the hall are then busy that right were otherwise you know you go talk to those people and they're like yeah we didn't do anything till two o'clock today well, yeah it's, slow it's morning or whatever takes people to get there time to get there yeah so i, I and i think some of that peakiness and, and random traffic was due to there being a lot more excitement out at these static displays. Okay. Um, cause there's a couple of new, have air- you ever been out to the static? Display? I haven't. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe that's a, a trip for next year. Cause I know, well, the, the challenge is, is it's a, a ride away, right? Yeah. It's not like it's next door. Yeah. It's not in the parking lot. Right. So you, you kind of have to hop on a bus and go out. And I don't know if it's closer in Orlando or if it's further, but... I would have no unit of measurement on this. I've yeah, never done it either. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. I'd, I'd like to go take a look out there. But there was a, a bunch of announcements from aircraft manufacturers of, of new aircraft or exciting things. Obviously, the VTOL side, I don't know if there was any VTOL for those unfamiliar vertical takeoff and landing type aircraft. I don't know if there was any of those. Urban mobility was the other buzzword that they were kind of playing to. But I don't know if there was any of those out at the static display. I think they were all in the the convention hall yeah i think the vtol stuff is easy to get over there because they can just fly it over sure or trailer it in i mean yeah. a lot of them aren't flying there's a, in a ironic bit of coincidence that same that following weekend i went to the fort worth air show with my dad oh you did go and they had the bell v280 doing a uh, airborne demonstration there so that's get, the new one right that's that's their the bell version of the vertical takeoff mm-hmm. that thing was quiet well the offspring bell makes the offspring the v22 
I think it's a Bell and Boeing, Boeing, yeah, it's Boeing joint venture. So the they they always claim that the problem with the V twenty two was its helicopter designed mm-hmm. by fixed wing people. Yep. Versus Bell's claim to fame, which is a VTOL aircraft designed by helicopter people. So it's going to be much more stable in that sure. in that vertical operation. Yeah. So there, that's the new one. I don't know why the the new one. What's the the big thing about that? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's, I've it's seen Bell, it. It's Bell's version of it. It's sure. it's quiet and it was fast. Mm. And yeah, because those V twenty twos, you can hear them from like you hear them forever away. a day away. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think I think there was a bunch of plane announcements that were catching a lot of the the buzz from people and a lot of the attention. So that's why it might have been a little any standout announcements that you recall. I don't actually stay up on the news while I'm there. I'm usually too busy. Yeah. I, the reason why I stay up on it is because I work in the marketing side. Sure. And makes sense. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and. I would say I spend the majority of my time that I I do have my phone out is looking up, you know, social media posts. Like if we're getting ready to post something, I'll I'll go out there and start searching and seeing what the the buzz is to try to closely align to that as far as an overall show theme. That makes sense. Um, So I do catch a lot of that stuff. And of course, they drop off the magazines and I I like to flip through them primarily for competitive analysis and stuff like that. And also to get inspiration. You know, we we look at our ad set for next year right now. You stay up on what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And say current. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Gulfstream had the big announcement. I think somebody, so somebody in the media told me about why they think they were going after this. And I I think that one of their competitors, um, Bombardier was, or Dassault, I can't remember which one has been like dropping records left and right. And a lot of those records were held. It's Bombardier. So a lot of those records were previously held by Gulfstream. Yep. And so I think they didn't like that. The, pressure, the pressure's on. Yeah. I mean, competitive, right? So I think that's what their big announcement was, is it flies faster, further, you know, yeah. all the things, right? Uh, more comfortable. It has like 17 zones. You know, you can fly a thousand people in it. <laughs> so I got a free pair of socks Ooh. <laughs> from a Bombardier booth by being able to answer the question of which aircraft has the longest range that is not a commercial airline configured business jet. So and you said the G5. I said the <laughs> G2. And I bet they love that. I said the Global 7000. He said it was 7500. But I was like, all right, close enough. Cool. Give, give me my socks. <laughs> Uh, socks, please. Socks, please. So now I've got socks that have uh, somewhere around there. Actually, you know what? Come to think of it, I don't recall I've actually seen them in this house. Oh, man, dude, you're losing things. I'm losing right. everything right you're now. You're losing. Yeah. <laughs> Probably your mind soon enough. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so the show, I think, was good. It was busy. We had a, a I don't know if per se our, our booth was, but um, it's not really like a big transactional show for us. And I think you're about the same, right? So for us, I think the sh- we actually do it two different ways. We do, you know, we monitor the walk by traffic that we get at the booth. But we actually gauge the show off of all the scheduled meetings that we have at the event. So that's a, that's a big piece for it in Tuesday and Wednesday, which were the only two days that I was there probably had, I want to say I had about 12 meetings on the first day Wow, and I probably had about another four or five on the second day. Mm -hmm. And that as we measure the success of a show, we measure, you know, obviously the outcomes of those meetings, having those meetings first. Yep. The outcomes of those meetings. And then third and fourth is, you know, media pickup Mm -hmm. for any of the press releases, stuff that we did and, you know, boost traffic and new leads and stuff like that. Sort of the order of precedent for Mm. us. For this particular show? For most shows we actually follow the same format oh, okay now that you're making a, a bit of a transition from one segment of the market to another segment i think it's not so much lead driven is is what you're saying right 
Yeah, and it's it's a it's driven by as you mentioned, you know, changing the market that we sell sure. into. So it's a it's a different business model that we adopted in order to be more successful in this segment. And it's worked. Meetings were great. The business was great. I mm-hmm. think we've we've got one really good thing that came out of that, which is something that we'll announce here. We actually pre-announced it at the show. Oh yeah. And yeah. then and then had to pull the pieces together in real time, which actually came together perfectly because <laughs> everybody that we assumed would be wanting to be involved with it was absolutely 100% all in right. and it all in pure Las Vegas fashion <laughs> it was a gamble it was a gamble and it paid off and it, well I don't know if that's pure Las Vegas fashion wow <laughs> the first part it's a pure gamble <laughs> dot a, dot dot pure gamble <laughs> and I won that one and you won that one yes yeah and for me it's kind of the opposite side right so you're you're over there trying to make money for the company and I'm, I'm over here trying to spend the company's money so the majority of the conversations and, and meetings that I have are about looking forward into next year and yep. far, as far as our advertising goes and kind of like what gauging from from other media outlets, you know, what the trend seems to be out there and, and trying to shape and focus our our activities based off of that. Yeah. And I kind of feel, you know, to talk about. So, yes, I'm, I'm interested in making of the money, <laughs> but under my responsibilities is also the spending of the money. Sure. Because marketing and all that stuff falls under my responsibilities. I feel like we're in a transition period right now in the industry in terms of Modernization, modernization, but not only in terms of like the markets that a lot of people are are attacking, but also the way that we're doing it. I think there's a increased level of sophistication in marketing and efforts that Mm -hmm. are going into those things. And I feel like for a very long time, our industry specifically has done business a certain way. Correct. And they are satisfied with the way they've done business. Yep. And I think that there's a revolution coming. If I if I cannot sound like a Batman movie for a moment, there's a revolution. <laughs> there's take a to revolution. the streets. No, but I think I think uh, companies are starting to push the boundary a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm the extreme probably on some of those things that yep. that, that are out there, and I don't anticipate people to do what I do because I do kind of go really extreme comparatively speaking for this industry. Sure. Okay. Comparatively yeah, speaking for yeah. the industry, yeah, with an asterisk, you are not you are not conservative in that sense. You let it kind of hang out there. But I think there is an increase in sophistication. I think people are becoming more acceptable of modernizing their practices. Sure. And also you're seeing that not only in the marketing and sales efforts, but also, you know, in some of the products that people are coming out with, you're starting to see this new Yep. This new age of mm-hmm. technology, which is exciting because, you know, for the last 10 years, it's been one thing that everybody's talked about, which is ADSB. Sure. Yeah. Now it's uh, that we were actually just having that discussion two days ago was, you know, it's it, we're entering in the realm of what's next. Yep. So you, you can mold that. You can you can create that if you want. So you just got to be it's just how do you get that message out there and how do you get adoption from the industry? Yep. You know what I mean? Because I mean, now is the time to really sure. be innovative. Yeah. There's going to be a whole new wave of technology and products that yep. are coming out to the marketplace. And we're, we're seeing that. Yeah. There's been a couple of announcements recently that people are, it's not necessarily the announcements of, oh, that's cool for what it delivers right now, but it's the, oh, okay, this in five, 10 years, this could be something that yeah. changes, pushes, yeah, I'm, pushing I'm, the scale. I'm excited about it because, you know, like I said, for the last 10 years, it's been one thing and yeah. there's always been in that. 10 year window, it's always been the what's going to be next. Right. And I think we're starting to get a glimpse of, of what we're going to see next. Sure. And I, I see, I see innovation and I'm super excited about that. I hope there's, and it's just the right companies being involved. You know what I mean? Cause it, you can have, you can get these startups and they have great 
vision and great innovation, but no execution. And then you have these companies that can execute on a surgical level yep. that just don't have the innovation. Yep. So you, you just got to find that right mix. If you can nail it on both of those, that's a world beater. Yep. Sure. I feel we've strayed into a serious. Yeah, we got, we got serious just off of a show recap. So know, otherwise, show the, recap. the Let's show. Let's talk about getting drunk. Yeah, getting drunk. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, I didn't drink at all. That's true. <laughs> I did drink, but not to any level that um, you know is, is podcast worthy. Unfortunately, yeah. um, literally, not. I did not have a single drop alcohol in this. But trip. you know what? Let's talk about what you did get. What I did get, yeah, was really far in debt really quick. No, well, that's not the end story and though. And then, and then we redeemed ourselves. Jackpot! I don't know. It was the jackpot. It was a jackpot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, so let's let's let, you want to give uh, the ending first. I you mean, wanna... uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your uncle Pete speaking directly to you now. <laughs> Open up those ears. <laughs> pay attention here. So as I think we've pointed out maybe a time or two before, I do enjoy gambling. What? I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I'll, I will admit that. Some people give you a hard time for that. But you're besides my wife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works out for her. It did this time. It did this time. Yes, for sure. So I let's do... quit beating around the bush, Pete. Tell the people. Oh, I lost a good amount of money to start the week. And then Do you want to define how much is a good amount? I lost about three grand to okay. start the week. And yeah. what what game what game games were you playing? All of them. You played them. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. We so I don't want to derail the the happy ending or anything like that, but I was with you a couple of times that we were gambling. Yes. And some of it was fun. Yep. Like, uh, so we did, I think in the, the previous episode about talking about uh, MBWA, we talked about the quest, the quest, yeah, right? The to quest. all sit together. Yep. And we did that. Yep, we, we did, did that, that at the place that had the band, the live band behind us. That yep. was really good. The, the problem that I had with the live band was it was so loud. First of all, they were really good. Yeah. They were very good, but it was so loud. Yeah. I couldn't focus on gambling. Right. Which is why I was in a casino. Right to gamble right so but we sat down at the table and we had a good time for a little bit uh, i think that i was down a couple hundred bucks no uh, like 150 bucks maybe yeah i think i went down and then came back up at that yeah. table yeah yeah it was which, which is okay and then you guys left and then some guy sat next to me and i didn't like him so i just decided to leave. yeah and it was uh, the problem is it was so loud in there it was yeah. even hard to make plans of being like hey i'm gonna go over there for a little yeah. bit yeah 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 you know it was it was just <laughs> Yes, that was that was weird. The last night is probably the so we gambled in everywhere. Yes, <laughs> we went to the that, Hard Rock. I would say that was the night that we started at the Hard Rock. Was that the night? No. Yeah. No. No. Well, yeah, the night we went to the where the band was was the night we started at the Hard Rock. Yes. Yes. Yep. So we did that. I gambled early in the week at a, at Bally's. Because oh, we yeah. went out for lunch and I pumped a couple hundos into some slot machines <laughs> and it went up and then it went down as, as it do. But we went into old Vegas and we gambled yep. down there. Played. Oh yeah. I forgot that we had gone to old Vegas. Yeah. And I made you go to a dozen casinos and you're like, I just want to sit here and drink. Yeah. I was like, this and looks, I was like, have fun. I'm going down the street over here. This looks really comfortable. I want to sit here. Yeah. Which would have been fine. Yeah. You know, and I turned around and you guys were all coming. I was like, oh, now I feel bad. Well, no. Cause then I was like, you know what? I, I kind of want to maybe throw some money down and just see where it takes me. Oh, easy player. Yeah. <laughs> easy player. <laughs> easy easy player. player. That last night, or not that last night, but the, the night that we were in old Vegas yep. and we were doing that bouncing around things. And I think you guys had ended up leaving mm -hmm. and I was down 
I was down. Papa Bear was down. I was down a thousand bucks that night. And then I sat down at a machine and started because Kyle wasn't ready to leave and it was only him and I left. Right. And I was like, well, I'm not going to leave without him. So started playing some machines and started started clawing it back and ended up uh, I, I pulled about 800 bucks back that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. From being down a lot yeah. to being, you know, right back in it again. And I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe, maybe the world is turning a little mm-hmm. bit. And mm-hmm. this, this was late at night on Wednesday night, I think, or it was Tuesday night. Tuesday night? What day did I leave? I left on Thursday. You left Thursday. So it might have been Wednesday night. Yeah. No. No, it had to be Tuesday night because Wednesday night. Wednesday night was. Yeah. We went to Betty. So up until that point, you know, and I got there on Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, just, just. Vegas gotcha. Taking it in the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas wouldn't even buy me dinner at that point. Just like, (laughs) give me that money. I felt that there was some. Magic in the air. The world was turning. The so world was turning. I felt good about it. Went to bed. Got up the next day. I still had. I tried to take out all the cash I'm going to gamble in a lump sum. <laughs> can we? So, uh, can we? Can we go off the rail here for a moment? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so oh, wait on this podcast. No. 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 We are sh- regimented, structured uh, podcast. We are by the book. So uh, one thing that people found funny in our group that night we were walking to the Hard Rock was that your your troubles were taking money out of oh, yeah, cause, <laughs> cause they were like I, I don't I don't I, I can't comprehend hitting the limit of taking money out of a, an well, account to be fair my bank account uh, I was spending based off of what I had set a long time ago as to my spending limits on right. my debit card right and Bank of America had taken it upon themselves to recalibrate those limits to a lower standard so <laughs> I was they were I, trying to help Pete I originally started playing with the higher limits in my mind and then no such luck was to be had. So we, you know, we did a little move some money, had to move some funds around to this account, to that account and do this. To send money to a friend's account, to take yeah. money out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a whole system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Degenerates yeah, yeah. unite. Yeah, degenerates, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, the group of people that we were with were like, oh, I, I can't, I can't comprehend doing something like that. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, we we'll move yeah. we'll move money around to make it happen. This is it's it's money. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's not To be fair, I think they were more alarmed with the amount that you were willing to put forth towards entertainment. So, and it's fair. Yeah. And it's it's not for everybody sure. what I do. Sure. And I don't I won't do anything that, you know, as I've progressed in my career and I make more money, the amount of money that I'm willing to gamble has gone up for sure. Right, right. But if I didn't make this money, that would have been 150 bucks for the week or so. You sure. Know, it would have been proportional. I've never gambled to the point where I've put myself in a financial issue in life. That you couldn't have afforded rent because that right. has had that has happened to somebody that we know. I'm sure. They've, they've played with rent money or something like that. Oh. Mortgage I'm, money. You know, I had somebody come up to me once in the casino and I had my Breitling on when we get there. Yep. And I had I had lost my shirt that night. Yeah. Everything that I played was just like vacuum you know, money out of my pocket. There you go. I, I got a funny story came, about he that. He came up to me later and he goes, oh, it's good to see you still have your watch. And I was like, yeah, why would I? Why would I I'm not going to pawn my watch. Pawn watch off. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not, I enjoy gambling, sure. but not. I'm not like... Let me double down on a 12. Will you take these car keys? I got a room. I got a hotel room. I'll pay your hotel room. Yeah, it's. I'm not, I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, but I also put it into perspective that you don't do a lot of things that other other individuals 
partake in. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink yeah. really anymore. No? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Which to, is actually going to be a breaking news for some people to listen to this podcast who haven't picked up on that. Yeah. Because yeah. I've never been like, hey, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. But I did stop drinking. So anyways, the yep. last night. Yep. If we could back on the rails. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That was a train noise getting back on. <laughs> toot, toot. Maybe I'll put a train noise in here. Anyway. Let's like, stop doing that. <clears throat> like that cruise ship noise, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Or I thought, <laughs> the, the best part about that was is that I added it in post. So the, well, like, we don't react to it being in there at all. It's just ridiculous. Well, the, the, it caught me off guard, too, because all of a sudden I'm just listening, listening, listening. And I was like, oh, you know, you, you kind of hear it. And you're like, all of a sudden it's just. Wah! <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I started dying laughing. Uh, anyway, anyway, last night. So the last night of Vegas. The tide be turning. Uh, the tide was turning. Yes. And I, the, so my plan was, I knew, I, I knew how much I was down. Yep. I knew how much I had left in my budget. Yep. And I was going all in and I was planning to bet heavy. Yep. Papa Bear going to win that money back. We're going to, the only way to win big money is to bet big money. So yep. I sat down at one blackjack table and it was a $15 table or something like that. And I played, $15 meaning the minimum bet you can minimum place. bet yeah. was $15. Yep. Yeah. And the, after two hands, the dealer said to me, she goes, you got to get up and leave this table. And I said, why? She goes, because you know what you're doing. And these two people at the other end are doing stupid bets and they're <laughs> just hitting where they're not supposed to yeah. hit and they're screwing it up for everybody. And I burned through hundred bucks at that table because I didn't take her advice. Right. So I finally get up, I leave, I sit down at another blackjack table. This one is a higher limit. Yep. I won't say what that limit is because sure. my mom listens to this and she'll be upset if I tell her, <laughs> but it is higher than $15. Right. Um, Was this with the guy? Oh yeah. Yes, that the, guy. guy. Anyway, I like the table cause the table is empty and, yep. I, and I was making money on it. Yep. But the dealer was so, interested in the women that were walking by right and you would just stop dealing and start talking to people and and not not in a sense of you know just like a passing comment like oh that's a very pretty lady over there it was like awkward yeah, it was like hey, hey pretty lady over there hey where are you from oh yeah i'm from new jersey it's like dude and this is a higher limit table right so this is this is a cash serious. opportunity. Yeah, serious. I went up about two grand on that table. Oh, did then, you really? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. I and know. then I ended up giving most of it back uh, because I. Oh, right. Because he was frustrating me yeah. and I started betting even heavier. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to. So then we went walking. What we I went call on a journey. Exploratory mode. Yes. And I was like, you know, I'm, I really wasn't feeling the tables. At one point in this exploratory event, the wonderful Kyle yep. got sucked into a black hole. Yeah, I it would have been a more enjoyable experience to watch if he took out just a hundred dollar bill and lit it on fire right in front of the dealer. (laughs) So he played this game. For those of you who are familiar with the childhood game of war. Oh, it's the worst game to play in a casino. It's literally the worst game. And he was the only one at the table. There's a reason. Yeah. And he was he was putting his money down and she was just taking the money the dealer just taking the money yep taking the money and i was like clean it up yeah i was like uh no no put the brakes on this yeah it's awful yeah anyway he did not uh, he did not fare that well on this trip no exploratory mode we went into exploratory mode i wasn't feeling the tables i was kind of done i wanted to just play some slot machines which in for me in my mind is it's like playing video games is really what it comes down to and i look for the ones that are interactive and have all the bonus features and jackpots yeah and 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 flash and make sounds and stuff like that because it's fun yeah so i put a hundred dollars in one machine 
machine, played it for a little bit, got my $100 back out of it. Yep. No harm, no foul. Go on to another machine, put 100 bucks in, played that one for like 20 minutes. And then I walked away with 100 bucks out of that because yeah. it just, it tide turned. Then I walked around for a little bit more and Kyle's like, I'm going to go to bed. And he left. And I think you guys were still over by the bar because you hadn't found me yet. Yeah. Yeah. We were searching for you. We were playing. It was, we were all over the place. Roulette. See, I did all right with roulette in old Vegas also. Like, because I played that for a little bit and I played it conservative and I made a little bit, of, I made a couple hundred bucks on that. So the table that I was at was one of those like weird tables where people would cover the board, right? Oh yeah. We were, we had the, somebody was winning yep. except for that one spot where the ball landed Yep. and no one had anything yeah. there. And we're like, how, how, how does, how does that happen? Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway. So I threw some money, I threw, I had a, I had a paper ticket at this point yep. and I felt there was one machine that I walked by earlier and I was like, I think I'd be interested in playing that. And so, and as I was like mo- going towards it, an old lady came and sat down and yep. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just let her, let her play. So I went and played some garbage thing that was very low dollars yep. and very slow action. So oh. I sat there for 15 minutes and probably spent four bucks. <laughs> it's like, just okay. play faster. Yeah. Max bet, max Take bet, max my bet. money faster. <laughs> so I get back up and I go back over to that machine that I originally eyeballed and I sat down at that and it was one of those ones that it's actually four different games that you're playing. It's right. four different slot machines. Which I, I totally did not pick up on. Yeah, it's four. It's like the Buffalo one. Yep. There's the Leprechaun one. Yep. There's the one with the lady that serves the beer, the German lady. Yep. With the huge hoo-hahs. <laughs> uh, and then there's another one. I don't know, remember what it was. But the action is fast. It's like 10 bucks a spin. But yeah. it's, it's a little bit more money. But it's fast because it's four games that have multiple lines in each game. Right. And it goes bing, 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 bing. And one of them I hit on the third of four games. I went bing, bing, bing. Then it, it triggered the bonus feature on it. And I was like, oh, cool. So you spin it. The big giant wheel above starts spinning and it lands on major major which is a progress one of the progressives yep. and the, this progressive was and explain progressives for the individuals at home. uh so the progressive uh the the progressive continues to go up as people play the games mm-hmm. until they somebody wins it and then it resets to a default figure which yep. that machine had reset uh after i won it down to two thousand bucks right when i won it, it was at 3700 yep and i've got a picture of the machine <laughs> And I believe uh, Simpson said he's going to post a video. Of oh yeah! So this is great. Yep. I have now offset, and it, it was it was like big fanfare. It's like whoop whoop whoop, and like the lights flashing. Yep. And it's funny. I was expecting like somebody to run over. And, nope. And no, no. It was like <laughs> it was like forty minutes before it's I like got nothing the guy to come over. Happened. Like people were walking by and they were just looking at the machine and they're like, <laughs> and keep walking. You know what I mean? There was no like, oh nice job, man. Oh cool. Yeah. It was, until they came out and started just throwing $100 bills into your hand, yep. people were like, what the hell just happened? And well, you like, got to do paperwork when you win over yeah. two grand in a casino. And that, so first of all, it took them forever to forever. come visit. And he, guy comes over and he apologized. He said, we had a broken machine and it's kind of wrapping us up, blah, blah, blah. Oh, is that uh, what he said? Yeah, that's what he oh, said. I didn't hear that. And I had to give him my ID and stuff. And he said, do you have a player's card? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I have one now, though. Yep, you do. And I know you get plenty of emails. Yeah. So they did the paperwork. It literally took 45 minutes yeah, it was to, pretty bad. to finish that up. But in that time, I did also win uh, $100. Yeah, you started playing the machine <laughs> next to it. I, like, I played the machine next to it, and I was just like, whatever. I might as well play. And yeah. I put in 20 bucks, and all of a sudden, it's like, bling, 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 bling. And I was like, cash out, 100 bucks. Thank you. Yep. And that, that put me close to even. And I was already up in that machine before. I was like uh, 70 bucks up on the machine before that hit. So they finally pay you out. And the worst part about this is they literally paying you out $3,700 bills. Yeah. 
in the middle of the casino floor and they're like stick your hand out and you're like uh, yeah it is it's very awkward yeah it's awkward because everyone around knows you've got several thousand dollars of cash in your pocket and i understand why they do it right it's for the cameras it's for yep. you know all that stuff i i, I get it i 100 get it it's just i feel like they could take you somewhere yeah i feel like there's a way to be a little bit more discreet, discreet about it. yeah and uh, vegas when you're in a casino vegas is safe Mm. not much stuff's going to happen there i saw if uh there was a a pretty large brawl that broke out a couple years ago inside the mgm casino oh wow and we were like two feet away from the. (laughs) i was like "Uh uh-oh max bet max Max bet bet, max bet bet. please this machine's paying off stay out of here yeah (laughs) i'm on a heater you never walk away from a heater I mean, it can be uh, it can be safe and it can be very volatile at the same mm. time. I think everybody, <laughs> as I gone on, I had all this cash on me, and everybody went to bed at different times. So at one point, I was like alone by myself, and I was like, I don't like this. Well, yeah, that, I didn't even think about that until afterwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, maybe we should have hung around. So I got I cashed out on that, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm feeling pretty good. Yep. And and I was trying to get you the hell out of there. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you gotta get out of here. I was like, dude, go get. How, how did that work out? Uh, so you were like, yeah, 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 I know. You were very, you understood. Yeah. And then you're like, I just want to play one game. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, it, well, you said you also were only going to play. You only put like a hundred bucks into the machine. Yeah. And then you won $500. <laughs> and I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I, one side of me was almost like, do you really want to stop right now? But then I was like, dude, don't, don't do that. I and mean, as soon as you won that 500 bucks, I, I was mean, like, go. I parlayed you guys into it. So anyone that was hanging out with me gets I, those hundos. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, I, I greatly appreciated that. That was very nice. Uh, like I said, the night before the world turned. Yes. I could see that. Uh, so that's gambling. <laughs> so that's Vegas gambling. So where do you want to go from here? Let's talk about food. Yeah, we could talk about food. We talked about food in the last one. Because there's a funny story about one of those restaurants that loops back into that section we skipped. Up oh, there. okay. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, so okay. we were talking about one of our favorite places called Firefly. Yes. Which is a tapas. Again, tapas. Tapas. Yes. Um, restaurant. It's a very lovely one. The bacon wrapped dates are delightful. Um, yes. The macaroni and cheese is delicious. Yeah, you so, wouldn't know, but it's delicious. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, the food was great. Great company. We we had a meal all together. I really like the food there. Yep. I think the problem that I run into is my body seems to think it's only appetizer mode. Yeah. And I end up being very hungry not very long after. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you on that one. Y- yeah, you get full. And then yeah. it's just like gone. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's a great restaurant. It's a, you know, one that we always uh, go to and uh, seemed to have a, a pretty good time. And Jen was there actually a couple of days after and had gone to the restaurant and she, she said it was good. Did she feel our essence in the building? Yeah. She's like, oh, I know you've been here. Everybody's <laughs> been talking about these guys with the podcast. Uh, I sent Ashley to a restaurant once when she was in Munich that I had been to and had a really great time. She, and she said, she goes, I can really feel that you've been here before. This, this feels like <laughs> I can the type feel of your presence. You've been here. Yeah. You've been here before. And then there's a place next door that is loosely connected to Firefly. Is it actually connected? Yeah. Well, it's, it's connected. They share a catering van because the catering van is in the parking lot and it says Firefly and beer and tacos. Oh, I did not know that. And I, maybe they just went in on the van or something like that. Or it could be same ownership. He's like, hey, you want to go have these? You want to go have these on this panel van? It's got to be same ownership. That's, that would be my That's guess. the only thing that makes sense. But we went to this place next door called Beer and Tacos. Yep. And just as the name would imply, lots of beer, excellent tacos. Yep. That was a fun time. I, I really enjoyed it because it's, it's the, you know, the night before we'd done the fancy steak dinner. Yeah. 
and just eating tacos after that is just like just so Relaxing. casual yeah and comforting it's, yeah. it's it falls into the comfort food sure. category sure i don't believe my wife enjoyed her tacos that evening but i don't think she was feeling yeah well she, she didn't seem to be doing well but i was mine were mine were decent yeah i mean i still i mean it's not fair to beer and tacos that we live in texas and right we're surrounded by taco joints everywhere world-class taco joints yeah. everywhere yeah i was gonna say i had tacos last night that were off the hook right yeah they were better than that and you're like ah crap and the other thing that was noticeable that i didn't even kind of connect was gordon ramsay basically owns vegas yeah he owns most of it there's like a burger joint over here gordon ramsay burger joint there's a steakhouse over there and i was like what the hell like i, I get it guy's popular big he's deal a, he's he's a big deal just ask him yeah i know right <laughs> uh but I just it blew my mind. There were so many of his restaurants there. One of the uh, so I know we've talked about this before, but one of the like sort of a almost a tradition when Melanie and I get there, we're usually two of the first people there for for our group, right? And uh, we usually have lunch before the rest of the team shows up, and yep. we always go to the Wahlburgers that's in Bally's. Oh, I've been meaning to go there. Yeah. And anyway. she said, she said she tried to go again because uh, she stayed the following weekend uh, and her parents were yeah, there her and parents did were a whole town. bunch of stuff. And she said that uh, they had a problem the following weekend because they tried to go and there was just a bar. There wasn't any food whatsoever there. Oh. So there's either a kitchen problem or <sighs> yeah. a food delivery problem or something. But, you know, when I went, delicious. I love that place. I think it's great. Yeah, I haven't been. I'm going to need to check it out. And then talk to me about this. They just this. put one in uh, Frisco. Yeah, that's what I heard. But Frisco is yeah. like two yeah. hours from me. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a hike for you. Yeah, not really. I, I can go to other burger joints like Hop Dotty. Yeah, and there's Shake Shacks popping up all over the place right oh, now. Yeah. So talk to me about Triple George Grill because I was not a part of that. So this was a... Is that that steak dinner you guys went this to? This is a steakhouse, yep. yes. Triple George Grill. It was delicious. Yep. Steak and seafood type. Okay. Surf, surfer and turfer. Surfer and turfer. I believe is how they refer to it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of your classic steakhouse you know dark wood dim lighting mm-hmm. 16 servers 16 servers yep. cloth everything yep. photos of all the famous people that have eaten there on the walls with the owners you know stuff like that food was excellent this is just a team dinner and we had a big team at this, at right. this show so there was 12 of us at this say, dinner there was a bunch of you uh, 12 13 something like that there was quite a few of us and we were in the back of one of the rooms and we just kind of had the lay of the land to ourselves. Yep. At one point, my wife, who is beautiful <laughs> and who I do love dearly. Yes. Not intentionally. Let me let me put that on. There. Right. So it's not intentional, but it still happened. And uh, she will be punished for it. Topped <laughs> off, topped off, topped off. Like proper topped off. Yeah. Her glass of wine with the wine that she was sharing with our CEO's wife <laughs> who was sitting on the other side of her. She fills up her glass of wine and then proceeds to just completely dump it all over me mm-hmm. as she like yeah. went to lift it up and like the lip of it caught on like a plate Ooh. and it just went, it did one. And for, I know this is a podcast and I'm motioning on right. this, but it's like up and over and then down. Yep. It was so completely soaking that I had wine inside my shoe. Now, what does shoe wine taste like? It's aged. Aged. Ah. <laughs> A uh, 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 wood oaked barrel musk. To I it. mean, I don't really ever wear old shoes, mm. uh, so it tasted like I didn't taste it. Get out of here! I know. <laughs> uh, but it was wet, red or white wine. White. Yeah. So at least you don't have to worry too much about staining, right? Yeah. No, it was, it was good. But they had to uh, like disassemble the table because it was cloth 
tablecloths yep. and there was like multiple layers and it was this whole thing and it was this happened right as like salads and first round of appetizers uh, were all coming up so there's like that. plates of food everywhere uh, and she's she's just she felt horrible about yeah. it and I leaned into it a little bit of course you did uh, and then Why she wouldn't you? immediately we finally we get it all sorted out mm-hmm. she then dumps food on me <laughs> <laughs> so basically you were just a magnet for anything that Ashley yeah. was was engaging yeah. with that night the food was delicious we her and I actually ended up switching steaks when we got them because mine was a little bit more well done and hers was a little under. Yep. And I liked the way hers looked. She liked the way mine looked and everybody was happy. Hey. But delicious food. Yeah. Uh, that, I believe it was the night before if we could continue to talk about my beautiful wife, the two, who again I love I love dearly. and adore. And a dearly. She had a very long day of travel coming out to uh, Vegas. Oh yeah. So that week specifically the winds were exceptionally strong so everybody that was westbound was like like an 18 hour flight from yeah. boston to vegas yeah just, just sitting there yeah i heard that it took her an entire day to get out there and she was kind of beat when she got there we did a dinner i think that was the the night we did fireflies yeah um, that sounds right because and she, then we, we moseyed on yeah. to go do some gambling yeah we that's when we went to go part ways and she she was like i need to yeah, she's like, I'm going back to the hotel. Yeah. I'm going to bed. She said, don't stay out late, though, because I love you and I just want you to be near me. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. Casino. 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 Yes. Come play my slot machines. But you could be a winner. <laughs> Everybody's a winner in Vegas. So she goes back to the hotel room. I go gamble. Yep. Lose my pants. Figuratively. Not, not, not literally. Yeah, yeah. Let's just clarify that, please. I get back to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I'd been in the hotel room a night before her. So yep. when she got there, we had to shuffle keys and all that stuff because it was two separate reservations and they had to recode our key and all that crap. Oh, God. That happens with hotels. Yeah, yeah. So I got back and I'd gone to the room and I tried to open the door and I'm like, oh, my, my key's not working. So I go back downstairs. Yep. I go to the guy and I say, this key's not working. Can you give me a new key? Give me my ID and all that stuff. And he goes, what color was the light blinking? And I said, I don't know. It was like, it was blinking red. And he goes, okay. I go back up. Try to this new key that he gave me. Uh-huh. Same thing is happening. And uh, I'm like, uh, it's not the key. As I'm standing there, I have the revelation that I'm pretty sure my wife has locked me out of the yep. room. Who has gone to bed several hours ago now. Yep. So I texted her. Yep. The polite thing to do. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't respond. So then I called her. It rang three times, which I know cell phones, in order for it to only ring three times, it has to intentionally be sent to voicemail. <gasps> well, she probably did it without even looking. Don't defend her. I'm She's not her. here right now. Yeah, but she's a real the nice lady. Devil. She's a real nice lady. So as I'm standing there, uh, security comes. <gasps> Uh-oh. And now I have to explain to security that I can't get into my room. It's late at night in Las Vegas. I'm I'm pretty beat, so yep. I'm, I look tired. I don't smell like alcohol, though, so that's good news. Hmm. And he's calling down to the front desk and he's getting my name. He's like, do you have photo ID? And I give him photo ID. And he goes, as long as she didn't latch the door. And I said, I'm pretty sure she just locked the the deadbolt. She goes, if she didn't latch the door, he goes, I can open the door and I can get you in. Uh, but if it's latched, he goes, there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> and he goes, what did you do to her? And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I didn't do anything. You, you look like the type that would have done something. So he uses his magic key that gets me in. And luckily she didn't latch the door, but it does get me into the room. Yep. And I get in the room and she's in bed and she has the phone that I was calling <laughs> in her hand. In her hand. And she's got the TV on and I just went over and I, you know, when I come back to the room and she's sure. already there, I go over and say, yeah, I love you. I'll give her a kiss and go to sleep. And it's, it is what it is. 
And she goes, I love how you brush that off that you're such a romantic. I'm like a yell into her mouth. I love <laughs> Which has happened today. Anyway. Yep. And I, I came over and I like gave her a hug and give her a kiss. And then she goes, Oh, what time is it? And I was like, It's, it's, it's 10 30. I I, earmuffs, earmuffs, babe. I did tell her it was earlier than I Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like 1 30 maybe. And yeah. I was like, That's like midnight ish. Yeah, it's not terrible. I was like, Hey, you know, you locked me out of the room. She goes, well, Why didn't you call me? I said, <laughs> I said I did call you. You sent me to voice trail. Check your phone. Uh, so we didn't. Uh, you know, we had a couple, couple misses in our relationship mm-hmm. on that trip. But, uh, all in all, not too bad. So, <laughs> I think that was the end of why she's the worst. She is the worst. Just so, kidding. Why did she call me? Uh, <laughs> Ashley's the best. She's a great. She's a great lady. Um, but our hotel had robots. What? Our hotel robots. Had- had robots. Robots. So we were at the Renaissance uh, at near the convention center. Right. If you call down to the front desk to get like shampoo and stuff uh-huh. like that, a robot brings it to you. That's cool. And also a little creepy because you'll be on the elevator and like it'll stop and the doors open and a robot will come in and he goes, excuse me, I'm going to floor four. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. That's pretty awesome. It's it's also awesome. It'd be weird if like the, the doors closed on the elevator and it just turned to you and it was just like, I will steal your brain. <laughs> And they, there's two of them, and they, and they, <laughs> they named them Elvis and Priscilla. Aww. So, hey, baby. <laughs> this is my Elvis impersonation. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's not bad. I could do uh, It'd be awesome if it turned to you. About 30 pounds away from being able to do that impression. <laughs> It'd be Fat awesome Elvis. It, if it turned to you in the elevator and was like, the revolution's coming. And you're just like, uh, uh, called out of the front desk. Uh, no, it, I think that thing's just turns you in, it's, like, it's just you and it in the elevator turns you and goes, hello, Peter. Hello, Peter. And you're like. What the? We meet again. What? The what? <laughs> How is slot machine six seven two five three? I know what you did <laughs> in nineteen ninety seven, <laughs> November. I'm connected to the internet. It was a Tuesday. You never told your parents. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, Vegas was a good time. Yeah, Vegas was a pretty good time. Yeah, surprising, you know, because we were bashing it pretty hard on the uh, previous one, but. Uh, you know, again, I think um, <laughs> to throw it back to the original MBAA Vegas uh, episode that we did, I, I really did want to do more new stuff uh, on this trip. Yeah, and I did nothing of it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the blame on that to my wife because she went to bed early every night, which left me to gamble. Right. Uh, which I appreciate the gambling, but yeah. had she probably stayed up, and it's not she didn't do it. Well, she didn't feel well. No, yeah, so it, it's, it was, it was, it was it a is. long week. It was, it's, yeah. it's been tough. It's been a tough year. But so. had she been up with me, we probably would have done more stuff sure. other than just gamble, which I really wanted to. I really wanted to do the zip lines. She really wanted to do the the Vegas Eye. Yeah, which is not for me. Yeah, I know you're not a big heights person. Yeah, which is odd being a pilot. Yeah, you're not actually surprisingly enough. You're not the first that. No, it's yeah. actually fairly common. Yeah, that, like people don't aren't into that but i guess to be continued with the uh, quest to do new new and different entertaining things in las vegas yeah well in our schedule once we got into the week we ended up getting a day shorter in vegas because we had some business commitments that we had to get back here for yeah and that's i think that's you know the other side of it too is that you kind of condense i feel like we're condensing as we try to grow and do more things as individuals we're condensing our schedule more yeah. and more because we want to go do more things and we want to go be a part of certain experiences in the industry not necessarily in the city so yep. um but if we want this podcast to be funny we got to do that <laughs> we got to get out there did you end up up or down for the week even 
Me too. Yeah, which was nice. And I was down a lot. I was <laughs> see. I, I do the same thing as you, but obviously on a different scale. I yeah. take I take two hundred dollars out, and I go. All right, this two hundred dollars is going to yeah. entertainment, right? Whether it be a show or, or anything like that. And I was just like, you know what? I'll sit at the table, and I wanted to sit at the table with Tom and and you know the crew. Um, and we did. It that. was just so hard that night because it and was, that table was 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 good. It was okay. Yeah, I, I, I was doing all right on that table, but it was just so loud. It was I very loud. I couldn't tell you basic math at that point. Yeah, so. yeah. And the was, band was good. Yeah, they were very good. It wasn't. It wasn't that they were a bad band or anything like that. It was just. It was very loud for such a small space. Yeah, and it. You like you said, you really did. Have and to it focus. really, it, it really wasn't just the band. It was the people that were dancing and just screaming at the band. Yeah, well, they were also playing Beirut behind us or beer pong wherever yeah. you're from, um, which was kind of odd and kind of disgusting. But that's for another time. Yes, I think they were really playing with water and drinking out of the. I don't know. I really, really didn't pay. Really I looked didn't, at it. I, I don't know. I looked at it and I saw cups going up into mouths, and I was like, uh, uh, and the ball hitting the ground, and I was like. Yeah, that's disgusting. Get me a paper bag. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. That's just disgusting. Well, I think that's Las Vegas 2019. Yeah, NBAA, another one in the books. 2021 is the next time yeah, that I think, I think we go to Vegas. Go, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, there's not any trips there next year. Nope. I'm going to have to just go for myself <gasps> for the gambling. For the gambling. I did discover one thing uh, relevant to this podcast and at NBAA. Yep. The we tried to take some photos of us and, and different things that we do on the road. Yep. And I discovered as I was trying to take photos that the iPhone that I had had a jack, crack screen, jack, jacked up uh, camera lens. Oh, had a crack right, in right. It. Yep. So uh, next time we'll do a review of the iPhone 11 S Max, Max Pro, Pro, whatever this thing is. Thing. It looks like uh, Johnny number five from short circuit. <laughs> yeah. With the six different lenses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what a dope camera. Hey, yo. Uh, anyways, I think that's, uh, that's all I guess. See you. All right. See you later. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at life adventure PS and Instagram life adventures, Pete Simpson. views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.